The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to talk first and foremost about a study that suggests that there has been a 50%, over 50% decline in the number of children reading for fun. You won't be surprised to hear that the finger has been pointed squarely at the onset of social media and technology in modern life. I wonder, though, is this phenomenon unique to kids? Have your reading habits gone to the dogs? Is your attention span sub-zero? That text number again, 53106. While you're getting in touch, uh, let's hear the views of people from Cork City speaking to our reporter, Elaine Smith. I actually work in book publishing, so I read a lot for work and also always for pleasure. The last book I read is a short story collection called Ghost Summer by Tanana Reeve Du. I still think people read, but I think as long as people are reading, whether it's on an e-reader or whatever, as long as they're reading, I think is great. Not as often anymore. I think during COVID was probably the last full book I read, which was The Silent Patient. Yeah, it was very good. And do you think social media and technology may be taking over from the enjoyment of reading a a book? I think it is taking up much more people's like free time you're obviously just scrolling on the internet in your free time rather than reading a book i certainly don't read enough uh the last book i read was john coffey's biography or memoir really fiction i think the last thing i read was the old man to see that was about three weeks ago um other than that read as in magazines not particularly newspapers they're gone you go online yeah you would always have a book on the go i don't read too often but um the last book i did read was called the body keeps the score by besser van der Kolk. it's a psychological kind of book all right a bit of a mixed bag there amongst the people of cork uh, speaking to elaine smith megan scully is with me the author and the broadcaster megan are you a good reader do you know what, Kieran? I'm I'm ashamed to say, as an author, I should be a lot better. It's something that I'm trying to, I guess, bring into my everyday, but it's just not really happening. And I'm, of course, I'm going to blame the phone and social media. So, when you, I, this is a very personal question now, Megan. So, bear with me on National Radio. When you get into the bed at night, the phone is in your hand, is it? The phone is in my hand, but I've actually set it to um, sleep mode, I think from 8.30 every single day of the week, because I find that if it's buzzing or if I think that it's going to go off, I'm constantly checking it. But I do find that I go in and my problem is if it's not Netflix, it's the phone. But I am trying to get into a new habit and it it kind of sounds a bit... um, a bit rich come for me, but I'm trying to read Atomic Habits to build in this habit of reading a book every single day. Um, so I'm not sure how well I'm getting on because I got started reading this book there when I was on annual leave about two weeks ago. And I'll tell you right now, I'm on page 34. Ah, so, Megan. Uh, Sorry, hold on. You, you, uh, I'm reading a book a day. Is that the plan? No, two pages a day. Just oh two God. pages. Sorry, I thought you said two a book. Pages. I said you read a book a day. So two pages a day. And just to get into the habit of always reading something every day. Is that the idea? Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm, I'm trying to read two pages at night. And then if I if I don't manage to do that, I'm like, you're not allowed to get out of bed in the morning. You're not allowed to make a cup of coffee until you've read two pages. And it seems really manageable. And I thought it would be too. But I found now I'm, what, two weeks in and I'm already starting to struggle because the phone is there. And the automatic thing to do is reach over and pick up the phone. And you know now on the iPhones, you can check how many times a day you pick up your phone. Yes. Did you do it? No- I did. I'm, I'm absolutely mortified. So now since that, I have set a two hour limit on social media on my phone every day and I'm breaking it every day as well. So what's your screen time? Go on. What's your daily screen time? Tell us now. Oh, I, I think I'm up over four hours. Oh, God. Oh, all of the things oh, no. you could be doing with those four hours, Megan. I know I could be reading a book a day. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could actually <laughs> read the entire book every day. Imagine that. Um, were, were you a very good reader when you were younger? 
Do you know what? I had so many books. Um, and when I remember as a child, we had all the Roald Dahl series and I loved it. And I do recall my mother reading to me at night. Actually, one of my first memories of books is, um, the Sam I Am Green Eggs and Ham. That's the first book my mother ever read to us when we were living up in Dublin and we left Dublin, I think when I was about three and a half or four. And I still remember that book off by heart. So that was read in our house religiously every night on repeat. I'd say my mother must have read it a hundred times again and again and again. So I guess that instilled in us a, a reading culture. And for years, that's what I did. There was always books beside my bed and you just read and read. And then of course, I guess with modern technology, bringing your laptop into the, you know, Netflix, having a, a TV screen in the room, it kind of kills that, that whole reading. But I have to say, I do, I like, I do really enjoy when I get a book and I, I have to say, I, I'm blaming social media, but it's obviously down to myself because I find if I'm on annual leave or if I'm abroad, I'll read, like, I'll read a book from start to finish. Whereas when I'm, you know, doing my regular Monday to Friday, working, going to the office, going around the place, I find I just don't read. Someone here has texted in, Kieran. to my shame, I'm definitely in the bracket of a lapsed reader. There's nothing like the feel of the paper on a real life book. Are you a real life book reader, Megan, or when you read, are you doing it on a screen as well? Oh, it has to be the actual physical book. I have a book here in front of me. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, I love the smell of a book like anyone else. And I, I can't read off a screen. I find it really difficult. Like I even find if I have to read um, articles, I prefer to actually have the physical paper in my hand uh, rather than read online. Even though I read tweets all the time, I think maybe I just find it a little bit easier to see the, the few words on a tweet. But I just think when it comes to reading a book, it has to be the physical book because it's the experience as well. It's the whole sitting down, getting the book out. And, you know, I have cards and different things held in my books to keep um, keep what page I'm on and everything. And I think that's the magic of reading. I think that's what people really love. And I find when I talk to people who read, that's the that's the thing about it that is is best for them and that they really find so nice. And I try now, every time I go to an airport, I buy a new book. I go in there and I stay in the book section and find one and bring it on the plane and, and on the holiday with me. And do you, do you tend to bring books like Atomic Habits, these kind of psycho self-help books, if you want to describe them, that, I don't mean psycho in the sense that you're a psycho, I mean psychological <laughs> self-help books or um, is it fiction? I actually mix it up. So when I went to Corfu during the summer, I brought actually Louise O'Neill's book with me and um, I absolutely adored that. And I, I actually didn't put it down. I, I honestly, it's the quickest I think I've ever read a book. So I do like to mix it up because I find sometimes those kind of psychoanalysis, health, self-help books, they can kind of take up a lot of your time as well because then you're almost reading the book and then you're analysing whereas sometimes you need a good novel just to get lost in and to kind of step away from the everyday. Uh, I had to make a conscious effort to put my phone down says one listener and pick back up my books. I used to keep the Kindle app on my phone but I stopped and gone back to the paper copies. I find myself really rediscovering my joy in reading and I fall asleep much more easily at night by reading rather than using the phone. Well uh, who's with me as well is Clodagh McComiskey. She is a corporate well-being specialist. Claudia, you're very welcome to the show. Um, I mean, have we lost our focus? Yeah, I think we have. I suppose the world these days has many weapons of mass distraction. And when we can get reading, reading is almost like a multivitamin for the mind. And it can really help us um, in many ways, in many ways that Megan was describing there. It's energising. It helps us de-stress. It helps us concentrate. You know, it has so, so many benefits for our creativity and for our concentration. And is Megan doing the right thing, or at least attempting to do the right thing, by sticking the phone onto uh, airplane mode or nighttime mode, whatever it happens to be, 
in the evening. Is that is that the way people need to you know divert their attention back to the book? Absolutely, like that's a great idea, and that book that she's um, um, working on, Atomic Habits, is a great one. I suppose we do need to have phone-free time. You know, there's, an, there's another book out, out there actually. It's called Twenty Four Six, and it's about one lady, and she um, she just took a day a week away from the phone. And you know, even if you can't take a day a week, you know, depending on your circumstances, some of us need the phone for certain things. But it is important to have phone-free time, screen-free time, um, because uh, you know our anxiety, you know, our so many things we get distracted, multitasking, and all of that feeds, brings about broken concentration over time. Well, I notice as well, like like books like Atomic Habits and, and and others that would fall into that category. They'd be in the same section in the library. You get these apps now as well, Kenoda, and they will summarize those books for you in fifteen minutes. You know, as in, it, I suppose it, it's it's a perfect example of of the lack of focus people have. That even books now they realise. Well, if you're not going to read them, we'll make them into fifteen minute digestible chunks, and that way you at least might consume some of them. I think it's out of rubbish, but you know they realise that maybe they're fighting a losing battle with some people. Um, yeah, and I suppose look, it depends. Why are you reading? Are you reading for? for learning or are you reading to write an article or are you reading Well I think, um, I think the people who subscribe to those apps are reading them so they can tell other people they've read them and sound impressive Absolutely and we're not maybe getting the full benefit of reading because there, there are many studies out there that show that people who read regularly um, uh, you know that they're more successful at work right people who read for an hour a day are in the top 1% or whatever of, of being successful at work some studies would say that um, but in general, people who read at least half an hour a day are, you know, happier, more focused. You know, so there are, there are clear, clear benefits. And as I was saying earlier, just think of it like a multivitamin for your mind when you can sit down even for 20 minutes and, and read. And, you know, this week I was doing a workshop with a corporate group and one lady mentioned that she had difficulty even reading half a page without getting distracted. Yeah. And I suppose that's the level that some people have come to. So it, it has many proven benefits also, as um, one of your listeners was saying there, for sleep. Mm. You slow down for sleep better, you're able to concentrate better, you're able to be more productive. You know, there's so, so many benefits out there. But Megan, when you get on a good run of reading, do you feel better in yourself? Absolutely. And especially at nighttime, it, I find sometimes I'm trying to read a page and I'm falling down the pillow and I'm like, right, that's, it's time to, to tune out here. But then sometimes, you know, if you read a, a kind of, I guess, a real compelling book and you find sometimes then you nearly can't switch off because it's like just one more chapter. Just I need to, I need to read a little bit more. So I think, you know, books are great because they take you to a different place. And like that, if you can, I think, get away from the phone for even a couple of minutes initially, you can hopefully, hopefully build on that and, you know, turn it into a proper healthier habit because I think reading is just so important for, for so many aspects of our life. And as mentioned, like whether you're learning or whether you just want escapism, mm. I think there's so, there's so much to offer out there. And I think it's, it's vitally important that if we young people in our lives and children, that we make sure that we have them reading from a young age and make that a habit. Like I now, when I'm buying books for whether it's my younger cousins or friends, babies or anything, I always buy them a physical book. I'm like, let's get that bookshelf started now and start them on the healthy habit of reading. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate to admit, I'm a Kindle 
reader myself and when you talk about uh, falling asleep uh, you know halfway down the page you, the, the risk with the Kindle is I've often whacked myself in the nose and that, that, that's oh, the, no. is what jolts you back awake is the Kindle slapping you in the face uh, to remind you that it's actually time to go to sleep and put it down listen Megan it's a pleasure to catch up with you and thanks a million for taking the time Megan Scully is an author and a broadcaster and Coloda McComiskey is a corporate well-being specialist Margot on 53106 says I came back to Ireland last night from Switzerland and I was very aware that I was the only person that I could see around me who was reading a book. Everyone was on smartphones. I really noticed it. So it made me laugh when I heard you say, are we not reading books anymore? Marco, thank you for listening. Thank you for the text. 53106, the number. Have your reading habits gone to the dogs like others, like those people on Margot's flight home from Switzerland? Is the attention sub-zero? Have you got back on the reading bandwagon? If so, how did you do it? Share your advice with our listeners. Like I say, 53106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.